Mm-hmm. It's Paladin. I'm Pally Pal. It's a spinoff show. Barnabas and the Pally Pals. It's about his younger days in the uh, Church of Milia. <laughs> Watch that. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Loam. I'm your game master and host, Jonathan Banner. I'm Joel and I play Ma Brattle, the level 3 Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather, and I play Willow Lightsep, the level 3 Thief Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level 3 Devotion Paladin. Previously, on the Legends of Loam. Willa, the circlet of Milia falls from your head. Maud, you are still wearing the bracelet of Acor. Barnabas, tightly gripped in your hand is the hilt of a muto. Our heroes left Kingsland after speaking with Miriam, the High Priestess of Milia. They are headed to Hightower in search of answers. About the time you two start laying down, it starts raining. Oh, not one. You drift off to sleep. Barnabas! <laughs> After you realize there's no immediate danger, you notice your box is gone. Good. Guys, let's go. There's a small inn mm-hmm. which you guys reach about noon. Can I just look in there and see, is yep. my box there? Pretty quickly underneath one of the beds, you find your box. It is empty. Great. I think we need to do another distraction. What exactly do you mean by that? How dare you, sir! Everyone come outside and watch me beat this magical guy to death. Yelling out, guys, guys, whatever happened, we don't have to do this. Stop. So it was all a misunderstanding. There certainly have been some misunderstandings. The crowd kind of goes, ah, and like starts to go back inside. So, the box with the squeaky wheels is definitely still here, but it's empty and I can't find what was inside it. It looks like there's like more than the two of them, like maybe a band of robbers or something, I don't know. I'm gonna try to take a couple minutes and look at that wallet and see what's in there. Inside, there's a round patch with a large tooth looking thing (laughs) with some banding going across it. And then over on the side, there's a small square with a few lines of various colors. Okay, so Barnabas goes to wake up Maud. You kind of give him a gentle shake to wake him up. His eyes flash open, and they are a very sick yellow. It is starting to get dark. Gosh, mister, are you okay? Or did, did you drink too much? Could you have me over to the front of the inn so I can go to my rooms real quick? Okay, I want to just look in and see what's actually there. With a 15, you don't find the chest. Mm -hmm. So you start digging through the largest pile. Joel, what are you doing? Yeah, I was actually thinking of like trying to turn away from him as much as possible and use Mage Hand when he can't see it to try and like force myself to vomit. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, he freaks out for a second. Come on, mister, I have a bed you can you can lay down for a while. Uh, okay, Th- thank you. So you guys are still in the room. Can we check the guy? Mm-hmm. You notice a weird tattoo. It's of a large tooth-looking thing with a couple bands across it. Hmm. You've seen this symbol before. You're pretty sure it's associated with a gang. Joel, I think by this point, he has led you into presumably his own room. Thank you. This is... So, okay, I will keep looking. You, you find the chest. The lock is broken on it, though. 
Good. You open it up and inside there's a long sword with a curved blade. I'm going to just close the lid and motion to- We got it! Let's go! You guys have a box! Yay! You don't have a warlock! You are holding a box that has caused you a lot of trouble. <laughs> and you look inside and I see the sword. Well, Anonymous, you could try the sword out. What's the worst that could happen? It'd be nice to have a sword that just stays a sword. Oh, of course. You know exactly what it's gonna do. And who knows, maybe it has things that can do that you don't even know yet. I gingerly pick it up by the hilt. Comes loose from down here and is hinged here at the top. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of swinging freely. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> kind of give it like a, a flick. It does a very fast full circle. Did you break it? No, push the thing. Oh. <laughs> Look at this freaking... I'm pretty sure that's not what I was supposed to do with it. I think you push the button and the blade falls and would hit the ground, except it just slices right into the ground. <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> that's great. That, that's real great. Okay. Maud? Hello? <laughs> we cut to a shot of Maud in bed with a damp cloth on his forehead, probably with like a large thermometer sticking out of your mouth as well, and like 12 blankets. And we see the stable boy over at a small potbelly stove, like making some chicken noodle soup kind of thing. You very carefully move aside the water bottles and the thermometer and the blankets. And as you step out and shut the door, the stable boy turns the opposite way and sees the bed's empty. <laughs> so, how did things go? Well, we got it. That's good. Yeah, we should probably go though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that seems like a good idea. And it is the middle of the night. Where are you guys going? Well, I don't think we should go back to the tavern. Yeah, no. that seems like a good call. And I'm getting sleepy. Eh, you're okay. You guys took naps before you did this in the late afternoon, so... Yeah, I feel morally sleepy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we had, like, the area that we'd set up for the naps earlier. We could probably just go back there and make an actual camp. But no fire. We are trying to be sneaky. Yeah, I mean, it was close enough to the, uh, to the inn anyway that probably be better to not have that. Well, you should just sleep on top of the box tonight. Well, they might be able to carry you and the box easily. <laughs> so as a reminder, there's a road that kind of like parts here. One goes down to this, which is Luxburn, and the tavern's right there. You guys had gone down to a small clump. It's not a forest or anything. It's just a little clump of trees in the middle of a field. You guys can go back there or you can continue on your way to Hightower. Again, you can either come directly here and then get a boat across to Bymore here, and then it's like an hour trek from Bymore into Hightower. Or you could go and continue up the road and drift across the river from this town up here, whose name I don't remember off the top of my head, but that doesn't matter. But it will take you guys at least one full day traveling before you can get there. I think we should rest there, because it doesn't look like there's any sort of real cover until we get to the place where we have to take the boat. Okay, just have to keep a good watch over the night yeah. and probably set out fairly early in the morning. Okay, who wants first watch? I I don't think know. Do you guys trust me? I don't think it's raining tonight, so... Okay. 
Is it raining tonight? No. Okay. I guess. Unless you want. I'll make no, it up to I'm you. I'm a terrible watcher. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> Having issues with my mini fig right now, but I will take first watch and... Ooh. 19. All right, so your watch goes pretty uneventful. After about an hour of you guys having settled in, you see a big commotion at the inn. A lot of people are like coming out and looking around. You see about a group of like 10 people kind of like rush out and start searching the immediate area, like the stables and all that before they kind of regroup and they send a group of three down each road. Okay. It looks like the woman that was with the dwarf is staying there at the inn. The group coming down your road quickly passes you guys, but they don't notice you. I'll do. That's good. All right. So the rest of my watch besides that is... Mm-hmm. Okay. So who's going next? I can go. I'll uh, wake you up and I'll inform you what happened. Are you guys taking... A full night's, like a full long rest, or just waiting for it to get morning? Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I don't think any of you really used any spells or lost, like, I think you're the only one who has lost hit points and you've only lost like three. Yeah. Yeah, I already had my spell slots back. Yeah. I'm down with just waiting till the morning. Because mm-hmm. okay. I really don't yeah. want to stick around with all the creepy people around. Okay. Yeah, not so much. Because it's like two. Maybe three-ish before yeah. you before he starts his watch. So you guys have about four hours till sunrise and then another hour or maybe two before people are really traveling the the roads again that you could blend in with a crowd. So we're really kind of only looking at like two watches. Okay. And then the nice watch then. Okay. Uh, 16. Right when you start to see the sun coming up over the horizon, you mm-hmm. see the group that he told you about that went past you guys in the middle of the night, returning mm-hmm. to the tavern. Okay. They still do not see you. And they they look upset is not the right word, but they look disappointed or mm. frustrated. They look frustrated. There's the word I'm actually looking for. Presumably not finding anything. They did seem to be searching for something. Indeed. Willow, you don't technically need to take a watch. Like I said, you guys had rested enough the previous day that just taking like a short two-hour nap or three-hour nap or six hours, in your case, if you're not doing a watch, (laughs) is enough to keep you guys from feeling exhausted. All right, it is morning. The roads are starting to get enough traffic on them that you guys feel safe being able to sneak away. Off we go. I'm going to pull out like a blanket or something from my bag and wrap around the box. To try to make it not quite so obviously the box that they're looking for. I'm going to reach into my bag and get a little sack of these otter toe niblets that I got from Otterhorn. They're like the little toes from the pads and you just pop them in your mouth. They're lightly salted. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> well, they're very good. Or I imagine them to be very good. I'm going to take out my non-otter rations and eat them. You guys just aren't adventurous. <sighs> uh, I think we had enough adventure last night. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. You should have took some of that soup that your male nurse made for you. I don't really want to spend much more time with them, to be honest. Oh, come on. It was a rather long night with them. Alrighty. <laughs> you guys get underway. Cool. Cool. Trying to keep an eye out for anybody creepy as we go along. Mm-hmm. I 
think, Willa, I would like you to roll me a stealth check to see how well you hide the box. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. 18. You pretty easily hide it. Are you carrying it? So we're saying that it's how big? It's about 18, you know, it's about two foot by two foot by four foot. Mm-hmm. But it is relatively light. I could like sling it catty corner and tie it to my pack or something. Yeah. I'd probably manage it. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind carrying it then. I mean, you're probably at your maximum weight capacity with that, but you know from the other night that the sword is not what's weighing this down. It is the box itself. But we're leaving the sword in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you say so. You guys, it seems a little tense on this little road trip of ours. So I think I'm going to lighten the mood. Um, and how do you plan on doing that exactly? Besides eating disgusting pieces of little tiny adorable animal. Or trying to kill me. Well, first of all, they're otter toe niblets. We should really learn about other cultures when we visit them, Willa. And second of all, that was an accident. (laughs) And third of all, I'm going to read from this wonderful book of poetry I found in that abandoned book bag. And it looks like I turned to a love poem. Hmm. It's a little more esoteric than what I like, but... My love for you is like Leoman's tiny hut. It's cramped and it's only temporary. Please sit farther away from me. That hmm. was something. Quit. They're not all going to be gems, you guys. I don't think they're, any of them are going to be. <laughs> so is it kind of, um, how crowded is it right now on the road? Are we tra- passing people every... Uh, so you're often. passing people probably every 30 minutes, and you can either see someone ahead of you or behind you at any point. Okay. Any more random groups of soldiers passing by? Let's see. Oh, I should pull some dice out. <laughs> that That's the thing. Nope. That's okay. That's an empty bag. I like my DM without dice. <laughs> you could just flip a coin and have everything be a crit fail or a crit success. Mm. I could just do everything on my laptop, and then you guys won't know anything. How's that sound, Matt? I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's see. You don't see any more soldiers. Okay. You do see... Roll me a perception check. Sixteen? Okay. You see several large groups of people moving in formation, but are wearing traveler's clothes, but they're walking very, like, in step with each other. Hmm. Interesting. One of them is going past you. And the other one, um, no, both of them are, go past you as you're, uh, as you're walking. The day goes fairly uneventful. I need you all to roll me a perception check. This is a hard one. I rolled the nat one, but I can re-roll. Yep, I can't. And that's a 19. I got a 17. I got a nat one. Yay! Joel, I think you're too busy kind of like looking at the box and wondering what's in it, since you haven't seen what's in it, but both of them have. I thought I did. Did you? I, well, I, I don't... I certainly have notes that made me think I did. Because I usually only write notes about stuff that I personally yeah. saw. I know you didn't touch it. I didn't touch it, but I'm pretty so sure you, I saw it. I think you're distracted thinking about it. I mean, it was pretty... They at least told you about the swingy sword. I don't know if you saw it. Either way, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Will you notice at least two small groups of like three or four people and as they move past you you see that symbol of uh, yeah that was on the dwarf's chest and in the wallet you have it's just a patch sometimes it's sewn on the inside of a cloak it's very rarely somewhere that you can just see it good to know we are keeping our heads down and not Mm -hmm. being 
noticeable. Barnabas, you don't see it. Like I said, that was a very hard check. I don't think I'd know anything about it anyway, even if I did see it. So, Because I didn't, haven't seen the patch. No, you haven't seen it. They did <laughs> describe it to you. Okay. Barnabas described it to you because he saw it on the dwarf's chest. Yeah. I will mention having seen them pass after they're well out of your shot. <laughs> okay. So you guys are traveling and not much happens. <laughs> it's um, usually a good thing yep. on the road. No news is good news. You are most of the way there when it's been about eight hours march. You guys still have plenty of daylight. You could keep going, but you guys are going to start being tired. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to keep going, I'll just need constitution checks to see if you guys get a level of exhaustion. But you could probably make it to Bymore or at least on this side of the river from it by dark if you wanted to press on. Is there a good spot to camp and be well hidden around here? Roll me a perception check. 21. 14. Not 20. Nice. You see a great spot behind some brambles and whatnot. That would be a great place to hide, but you're, you're not sure how to get in there. When Maud, you see like a small rabbit like run through a small hole in the briars. That if you guys get down very low, you could get in there and there's like a nice clearing in there you guys could get through. Even Barnabas can fit through that. Uh, you'll have to take off your packs and everything and push them through. Mm. So it'll be a little bit dirty and muddy because it was raining the other day. But it's pretty well insulated. If anyone does see the fire, you're not sure how they could get to, you know, mm. they probably won't see the same thing because you walked right past it. Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys want to just park here for the night, get some good rest, and mm. then make the trip to the rest of the week tomorrow? I guess. I mean, I don't really want to crawl through the mud, but I suppose it's better than nothing. Don't be a prissy magic person. I only have so many robes. Maud, I need to teach you how to be a man. Or how to do laundry. I'm sure we can find a stream somewhere around here. Well, okay, find me a stream and I'll happily do so. We do all of our laundry or just yours? When we find the stream, ask me again. I mean, you guys know that probably like an hour's travel you could get to this giant river. Yeah, that might be a little overkill for laundry. <laughs> Oh no, it just gets swept away. Pamad, you were just really upset about getting your robe dirty. I would think that a little trek to the river wouldn't be that big of an issue for cleanliness. Well, if you want to keep going, then we can. No, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm physically tired and still morally tired. I'm already crawling into the area. <laughs> well, you guys can come if you want. I guess, I guess that's decided then. Uh, Barnabas, you like basically have to army crawl to get in there. <laughs> I like the idea of like... Every once in a while, your just head just gets pulled from your horn getting caught a branch yes. or something. I kind of want to like wrap them around my horn. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, this great bramble hat thing mm -hmm. going. <laughs> Nothing bad could happen from having thorns wrapped around your head. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you guys are setting up camp. You guys lighting a big old bonfire? Probably, a, probably a small old bonfire. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna try to keep it going all through the night, or just enough to like cook dinner and then let it peter out? How cold is it? Uh, it's like. It's like a very small dog barking its head off until it pops and explodes. That's how cold it is. I don't think I've heard that expression before. Oh, really? It's pretty common. Mm. Especially around uh, Luxburn. See, this is why we learn other cultures. We get to learn fun stuff like that, Mod. See, but we, we bypassed Luxburn, so how was I supposed to know? Just shut up. <laughs> just, just let me put it this way. You're from another continent. 
you could say anything <laughs> is a part of your culture, and he and by his logic right now, he's gonna have to believe it. You know, this is actually a great idea. We're both from the same continent. True. It's like the multi-headed vampire. <laughs> we don't talk about the multi the uh, the Hydra vampire. Um, okay. Now that the dogs have exploded and are quiet. Yes. It is pretty early in the year. Um, it's like very early spring. The days are not bad, but the nights are still pretty cold. They probably want to at least keep it going decently. Yeah. You guys have also headed north a bit. Mm -hmm. Barnabas is not that bothered because he's been on this continent for a while, but you guys are from a, like, the civil states where you guys come from is almost on the equator, more or less. So to you guys, it's significantly colder here. Fair enough. Can I do a survival roll to find, like, a decent amount of firewood for the night? Absolutely. Okay. 17. Okay, yeah. You find enough firewood to uh, last you the entire evening. I have contributed. <laughs> I'm going to bed first. Okay. Okay. You want to take first watch or do you want sure. me to take first watch? I'll take it since you guys took last night. Okay. And since we've actually got a fire so I can see a little bit. It's the roar of a dragon passing overhead. Oops, that was a one, which I can reroll. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just... Is that the third one tonight or the second one tonight? I think that's the second for her because I got one as well. Okay. To be fair, that's only an eight this time. It just throws off... You, you not having as many ones because of that kind of throws off the math of something. <laughs> of your luck yeah. thing. I need to just keep... Just keep, keeping track of Willa just gets to leave, live consequence free. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. The more ones you roll, the higher your luck. The easier it is to get a luck roll. It's kind of like almost a karma sort of thing. Basically, for every 20 you get... Mm -hmm. Oh, then you got a 20. For every 20... I got a 20 and a 1, so... So it's, it's a D100. For every 20, it's minus 5. And for every 1, it's plus 5. Interesting. Maybe we all should have been halflings. <laughs> no, you've you've rolled a lot of ones, which means your luck rolls are pretty good. Okay. Okay. Anyway, enough meta. Would you roll like an eight, seven? Eight. Okay. It is hard to see anything outside of this bramble. It's it's almost like with the wind blowing through, you hear the wind more because it's hitting more stuff going through the bramble, and it's not carrying any sound towards you. But everything's fine. Totally. We're good. We're definitely not about to get assassinated in the middle of the night. Nah. Okay, who's next? I guess me, since Barnabas doesn't seem to want to do a lot. Because he got firewood. I did get firewood. He'll still need to do a watch. I'll do one at the end. Yeah. <laughs> we won't Ooh, break up his Solid five. Ooh. <laughs> Brambles are hard to see through. What distracts you during your watch? Probably, is it that box over there? It's probably not. It's probably reading through the my sweet book to see if there's anything about eyes turning yellow. Okay. That's a new thing. Dang, there's no research roll. Investigation? Yeah, let's see how investigation. Uh, 14. Okay. There is, like, sprawled in the margin from someone else, there is talk of Melander's yellow eyes. But it's like... It's like the ramblings of a madman, kind of. There's also, like, a picture of a chicken sandwich right next to it. 
Delicious. You also notice while going through it that more of that black mold has kind of grown over the other sections of the book that are not on him. Mm. Uh, nothing you can quite make out yet or anything. Thus ends your watch. You wake up, Barnabas. Yep. Give me... Carefully. Yeah. <laughs> you are awoken. You want to go ahead and give me a perception check? Mm-hmm. That is a seven. <laughs> Woohoo. We are it's the brambles. <laughs> yeah. It's the brambles. <laughs> I do get distracted by the box, though. Okay. I think Will is, like, sleeping on top of it, more mm. or less. I'm kind of thinking about... I didn't obviously think this because there's no Indiana Jones movie in this world, but I'm thinking like I could Indiana Jones her and put her like on a rock or something and she wouldn't know. But then I realized that it's not mine to look at because it's hers that she got legally. So it wouldn't be nice so to go through her stuff. He's paladin after all. He and is while a paladin. I'm, and while I'm pondering these great moral issues, I get lost in thought. I need you all to roll me a, I think it's religion check. Religion check. Okay. Totally got this. Seven. Five. Eight. <laughs> um, when you guys are sleeping, you have some pretty crazy dreams again, but you two can't remember them. I think at most you, all you really remember from your dreams, I'm sure it's totally not real, but you see like the Temple of Milia in Kingsland. It looks like giant brambles have grown up around it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Man, the crazy things we see in dreams, huh? Anyway, <laughs> it is the next day. I'm still pretty disconcerted about it. You also have been up for like four hours by yourself after having dreamt this. <laughs> I'm paranoid enough. I'm going to check my box and rewrap it before <laughs> I leave. Okay. There is a sword in there. Okay. That's, it's it's, just it's saying a correct that. sword. There's someone in here chose the sword. <laughs> You do not think it is a fake or replica. Okay. It still looks very, very sharp. Okay. Yeah, eat breakfast and uh, squeeze your way out of the brambles. Yeah. Yeah. Careful, don't get too dirty. It's probably dried up a little bit by now. Oh, I think there's a raisin in my otter niblet. Gross. I regret giving you <laughs> otter rations. <laughs> <laughs> no one else, just you. <laughs> I think we passed on the otter rations. Yeah, you we did. totally did. You guys are traveling again. So now is the point you've got to make a decision. Are you going to cross here? Or are you going to go up and, or, and try to ford the river? Ooh. Or wait for conditions to improve? Does any of us have dysentery? Let's hope not. <laughs> Maybe you from those otter rations. I'm fine. I'm pretty sure. Probably more direct to go ahead and just go where we are. Yeah. Even though I really hate boats. But the other's not going to be much better. It's not, not going to be a lot better. I mean, you would have to cross, I, yeah, I, like, I, way up here to get to a point where it's small enough that you wouldn't have to use a boat to get across. Yeah. We might as well just go. I don't really have any problem with going on a boat, so. All right. So, Bymore kind of covers both sides of that river. There's a small section on both sides that is, they are both considered Bymore. So, it starts out, you see it in the distance. Um, there's a lot of, like, little shacks more or less a good number of smokestacks there's a fair amount of smoke or steam or something coming off of this city again it is decently cold like definitely like you want to have long sleeves on at this point even even barnabas you want to have some sort of long sleeves and if you guys didn't have anything like that the church Amelia would have at least given you like a jacket or something since they knew you were going north you guys enter into the city it's fairly so you two are both from Freeport. 
mm-hmm. more or less. In Freedport, all of the streets are cobbled or stoned so that they're rarely muddy. It's kept decently clean. Here, you guys are literally walking between shacks in mud. Also because it's right on a river. So there's lots of water in the ground here. And as you get towards the river, you see houses that are more or less built on top of houses that have sunk into the ground. Like there's one house, you see some construction. The house under it is about halfway up. um, And they've just built a set of steps in front of it to this newer house sitting on top of it. And like you can tell in the time that they've been building this, it has sunk down a little bit more because there's about a two inch gap between the top of the steps and the new floor of this new house. So you guys continue to the river. You see a sign for a ferry that they tell you it's usually about like a 30 minute wait. It goes over, waits a little bit, and then comes back, and then back and forth. They also tell you that it is five silver for the ferry. Fair one. Per person. That we can do. So the ferry comes back over. You get in line to get on, and you hand the man the silver as you get onto the boat. It's more like a barge, but there are benches for people to sit down. So you guys find a nice place to sit down. Well, nice. Uh, You guys find a place to sit down, (laughs) fortunately close to each other. And after probably about 10 minutes of waiting, sitting on this boat, it's not completely full, but it's mostly full. They push off and there's a team of like six guys with large poles pushing it across the river. Speaking of the river, it is moving at a decent pace. It's not unheard of. Like you guys have seen creeks and streams that look like they move about this pace, but this is a very wide river. This, we're, I mean, we're talking a good 200 feet across and it all seems to be moving at a fairly fast rate. It's also really cold water. Joel, from your time at the university, you expect that a lot of this water is uh, snowmelt from the mountains that you can see in the distance behind Bymore. And speaking of that, looking that way, when you guys look across the river in the direction you're going, you see another small... This town is a little bit nicer than what was across the river. There are a few brick buildings and a couple two- and three-story buildings over here. But as you look past that, you see a large a town that literally just kind of builds itself up behind it in the distance. So you guys arrive at Bymore proper. So Bymore is right on the corner of two rivers. This one's significantly smaller, but it's still large enough for barges and a few small boats to make their way up. There is kind of a port here. So if you wanted to go up the river and go directly into Hightower, you can, but most people go to Bymore and then ship from Bymore into Hightower because it is easier. You guys are in Bymore. Um, There is pretty much a straight shot of a road headed towards the castle. I'll let you guys take the lead. I'm still feeling a little green going across. <laughs> I don't want to like take in the local shopping for a bit. Are you going to buy more cultural cuisine? <laughs> well, we'll see what they have. Mm. Fine. Well, I suppose we'll look around as well. Then you catch up. Come so on. we're splitting the party. I kind of want to see if they have like any place that sell magic items. Okay. As much as I'm not digging the weird shopping, I'm sticking with Barnabas. Okay. What is Maud doing? I'll probably stick with the party and just okay. look at close stalls to Barnabas. Okay. 
So you're a good ten paces away. Probably. Five, ten paces. He doesn't want to be associated with me. Okay. I don't want to be associated with our food. You see a bright sign that it almost looks like it itself is lit, like lights up, that just says, magic items. That's exactly what I was looking for. (laughs) Seems convenient. Just got to have faith mod and everything will work its way out. Yep. It is a proper, it is not like a stall in the middle of the, you know, on the side of the street. It is, it is an actual building with a door and, and glass windows, um, which are a little bit rare. See, guy, this place is fancy. So you're going in to the yes. shop? Alrighty. So you are in this shop. When you enter into the door, there is a small bell that rings above your head that also lets off like a small firework. There's just like a bright sparkle of lights that shatter, sh- uh, shatter, that shower down around you. See that mod? That is showmanship. We are woefully lacking that in Kingsland. So you're saying that this town does better showmanship than Kingsland? It's often the smaller places that need to drum up more business. So they do like gimmicks like that. I guess the uh, houses are just, you know. No, that was just sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could I like look around and see if there's like a bargain bin in there? Sure. Is that okay? We don't really have much money. I'm curious. There is a younger gnome sitting, kind of like behind the not the bar, behind the counter, and he's working on something with gears and springs. He's like, "Oh, if if you need help finding anything, just let me know." I walk up to him. Do you have a bargain bin? He kind of looks and he goes, yeah, down there. I'm going to the bargain bin. I guess I'll follow since I don't have much money. No. I, don't have, I don't have money for real magic items. Maybe they have used magic items too. Because that sounds dependable. <laughs> this one's refurbished. So you walk over to the bargain. Are you, are you just going with them, Willa? Are you I'd looking? I'd like to actually look and see if there's anything decent. You're the one that has Thank the you. money. Okay. No, I don't. But we don't know that. So they've got a lilting song blade, which is good for bards. They have cat step boots. They have dark leaf armor that is cloth. They have blood thread armor, which is also cloth. And they have a strange potion. It's kind of like a dark gray shadowy potion that just has the word death written on it. Mm. Hold that there. That sounds like a bargain bin item. Over at the bargain bin, you guys find a few things that more or less they look like someone broke something. They're jagged and cracked. You find a jagged shard of black stone, a broken wood staff that has a bunch of etches in it, a slender spindle of blue crystal that's smeared with some iridescent ichor. There is a piece of jagged white glass that looks like it's just been warped, uh, probably by a large amount of magic. There is a... It looks like a piece of armor or something that's just been smashed and mangled, attached to a leather cord. And then there is a piece of coal that appears to be smeared with some sort of black liquid. Kind of looks like tar. Interesting. This all looks like junk. How much for the boots? Are are you asking him? I am. Uh, those are um, those are three hundred gold. 
Ooh. I'll give you 200 for them. For only persuasion. <laughs> 25? <laughs> Versus his uh, four. He actually looks up and sees you for the first time. Because when you walked in, you were kind of behind Barnabas. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, um, sure, 200 is fine, yeah, yeah. All right then. There you go. Uh, I think you guys just heard her spend <laughs> 200 gold. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Where'd she get that? Man, Willa's loaded. Should buy me something. What do you want? Um, there are a few potions. Like, there's a there's a rack kind of close to the bargain bin that just has some potions on it. Uh, but they're not, they're pointedly not potion, like not bargain bins. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a sign that's just... Yeah. This side bargain Full. bin. Yes. Another side not bargain bin. Pretty much. I kind of like dig through and I <laughs> I see which everyone gives me like the best feeling. Potion? Not the bargain, bargain bin. bin yeah. Okay. <laughs> rubs his um, I the, think in that case bottles. you need to roll a d6. A d6? Okay. Because there are six of them. So we'll just go one, two, three, four, five, six. Got a three. That one feels whatever. Can I do an arcana check on these? Absolutely. Uh, Everything is magical. Everywhere. Man. Uh, 14? Yeah. 14. Yes. What do you want to know? I want to know as best as possible what they do. A lot of them seem to be like transformation uh, magic. And there's some others like deeper in the pile. But yeah. these were the things right on top. So like that one's definitely a transformation. But it also kind of has like a necromancy tinge to it. Mm. A lot of these kind of look like someone was trying to make one magic item and something went wrong and it turned into something else. Mm. Or it so. broke and it only has like a limited amount of magic items. Or magic, it only has a limited number of uses. Mm. Remember, uh, so, so what we've got is we've got magic items and we have ciphers. Ciphers are one use items. Mm-hmm. They're cheap because most of the time they are like not fully powerful or not something they were supposed to be. And technically, they're things you don't fully know what they do until you use them. Mm. This one is conjuring magic, conjuration. This one is illusionary. This one is just like a lot of negative energy, but it's it's kind of like all magic and no magic at the same time. Mm. It's kind of weird. Have you ever experienced void metal? Um, I don't it's very think so. rare. Yeah, I don't okay. think we have here. Okay, because it feels similar to that, but not that you know yeah. what that is. And this one, for a second, it feels like one type of magic. For another second, it feels like another, and it's like it's just cycling through all of them. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll probably ask the uh, the gnome, correct? No. Yep. Yes. I'll ask the gnome uh, how much that one, the Rowan piece of Rowan staff etched with circles is. Is it, Was that in the bargain bin? Yeah. Uh, all of those are 25. 25 gold? Yeah. Ah, okay. They're, um, we're, we're not 100% sure what they do. Hmm. So I'm paying 25 gold for a mystery. Mm-hmm. Can I do a bluff check? Or a deception check, sorry. For what? For trying to convince him that it's not worth 25 gold for this one. I, I know enough magic oh, okay. to know that this isn't worth 25 gold. Sure. Eight. Because out of all of them, that one is worth a lot more yeah. than 25 gold. <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, ah, I don't own anything. I can't set any prices. It is what it is. There is a sign above the bargain bin that says, 
25, you know, 25 gold across the board kind of thing. Well, fair enough, I suppose. I guess today will just be window shopping. Yeah. Can I help you guys with anything else? I think we're poor. I mean, good. Willa, are you good? <laughs> I'm good. Okay, then I will pull all these back then. Mm. Uh, come back anytime. We've, our stock is always uh, changing. We'll do. Mod, we need money. Yeah. And I'm kind of concerned that Willa is just throwing down major coin for boots. I mean, they're pretty nice boots. What do your boots look like? You get to describe them. Ooh. Probably just fairly soft and leathery and nondescript, but comfortable. Okay. Kind of like a moccasin yeah. sort of looking thing? Uh, like a dark brown or black or dark green kind of color? Probably a brownish. Brownish. Cool. Notes for session. Went shopping. When we get to Hightower Mod, we should get a job. I mean, we, we should probably do a lot of things there. Kind of have to figure out what exactly is going on first. And maybe after that, we'll have some time to do other things. Mm. Okay, so it's about lunchtime. Probably like 11.30 by the time you guys finish in the store. Okay. On to Hightower. Works for me. You make your way through the city. Like I said, it's about an hour's journey from Bymore proper to the outskirts of Hightower. And as you guys approach this town, you notice that it is built in levels. If you had to guess, there's probably probably a hill here at some point that they kind of dug into and built extensions out of. So you guys can kind of see this. You don't see all of the words I've written on this, but so you've got different tiers going up through and some of them extend inward underneath other tiers fairly, a fair amount. Enough that it's almost like the city, like there are, like think about today how there are like large indoor like malls or underground in large cities. There's stuff almost like that, that has just been dug out, supports have been put up, so forth and so on for centuries, millennium, time. I guess we should probably find some place to stay here. Probably. We'll probably have to take some time to actually find what we're looking for. So are me and Maude kind of going the same way for at least part of the journey? You guys left the shop and are walking towards the city. You are right at the city gates. The gates are open, and there are some guards there. People have kind of formed a line that they're walking past, and they're just like keeping track of who's entering the city and whatnot, but they're not stopping anyone. If anyone has a big old cart or anything, they pull them to the side just to double check what's in the cart, but just people passing into the city, they don't stop. Cool. Do my best to look nondescript and uninteresting to stop. <laughs> Roll me a stealth check because you have a giant old box on your back. Oh. That's what I mean. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, no one stops you. I think they just kind of look over you as you walk <laughs> past. You're hiding behind me. Mm. Pretty much. Cool. That'll do. What excitement will our heroes discover in Hightower? Find out next time on The Legends of Loam. I hope you enjoyed episode 9 of The Legends of Loam. You can find maps and other world-building assets at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. We are The Legends of Loam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. Or you can find all those links at our website, thelegendsofloam.com.
And hey, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.